Welcome, adventurers, to another recap episode of Mostly Heroes. We're going to start off tonight giving a little bit of background on a few of the NPCs or other player characters that we don't normally mention. Uh, first off, Gob or Gabo. So he was a goblin who was found in Thistletop. We found him with a group of other goblin babies. And at that time, there was a long conversation which followed by a bet between Victorio and Argus that goblins couldn't become civilized. So as part of this bet, uh, Victorio bet Argus that he had to adopt and raise one of the goblin babies as his son to see if he could civilize this creature. Then there's Otney. Otney is a human monk who was working as a scribe in Sandpoint. He joined the Heroes of Sandpoint for a time but decided to retire from adventuring after Thistletop was taken. He has returned to his scribe duties first at Sandpoint and is currently working at Mizenopolis. Rip Nugget. Rip Nugget was the chief of the Thistletop Goblin Horde. After he was defeated by the heroes of Sandpoint, he decided to join the adventurers and did his best to get over his goblin harem cheating on him with his bugbear second in command. Rip Nugget left the party after the Second Battle of Thistletop, staying behind to help run Mizenopolis. Finally, Mizen. Well, nobody really knows where Mizen came from, only that they wish he'd go back there. Mizen is a drow rogue who is equal parts whiny, creepy, and gross. He tends to turn up at the worst times and overstays his welcome. He was somehow able to divert the renaming of Thistletop from something cool to Mizenopolis, and is currently in charge of the settlement. Picking up where we last left off in the recap. Following the Battle of Thistletop, Argus, Victorio, and Balrax returned to Sandpoint, where they hired workers to start fixing and improving Thistletop, which would now serve as their new base of operations. The heroes tried to meet with Aldrin Foxglove, but found out that he hadn't been back to town for some time. Side note, it's here that Vittorio calls out Foxglove as the big bad evil guy of this arc. Returning. Sheriff Hemlock found the heroes and requested their help with a new problem in town. A number of citizens had been killed in three incidences. In all cases, the, the murders were ritualistic and a seven-pointed star was carved into the victims. The sheriff asked the heroes to investigate these murders and, more importantly, gave them real badges! The investigations brought the heroes to a sawmill where the owner and a worker had been brutally murdered and a ghoul was implicated by the evidence. A note was also found there that had Vittorio's name on it. The next set of murders was a local girl who had been killed by her father. Side note, I didn't mention this in part one, but Balrax had a sexual encounter with this girl's sister and received a punch in the face from her father following it. Back in. The father had been arrested for the murder by the sheriff. The heroes went to the jail to, to interrogate him, but due to Balrax's previous history with the daughter, the father was less than cooperative. That is, until Vittorio made him fight a badger. Unfortunately, he still didn't have a lot of information for the heroes. For the third set of murders, there were three conmen, but in this case, one of them had survived 
and was currently in Habe's sanitarium. The heroes went to the sanitarium and noticed that a number of the workers there were paying particular attention to Vittorio. The heroes tried to interview the surviving conmen, but he just kept repeating, The razors! Too many teeth! And the skinsaw man is coming! When he finally noticed Victorio, he said his master would visit him. And then the con man transformed into a ghoul, which was quickly dispatched. Instead of returning to town quickly, the hero spent the next couple hours dicking around in the sanitarium and trying to cure a werewolf from being a werewolf. They also found a necromancer in the basement and smacked him around a bit and held on to him, but allowed him to live for reasons? Finally leaving the sanitarium, the heroes began to return to Sandpoint. On the way, they got into a fight with a gigantic snail, which beat the crap out of them, and then ran into a really hot elf chick, which Victorio tried unsuccessfully to get to date. But she did tell them that there was a currently a vacuum in goblin power, and the different goblin tribes were beginning to organize and try to figure out what they were going to do next now that their giant raid seemed to be done. Back in town, an NPC named Maester Grump came into town, telling the sheriff and anyone around him that a number of scarecrows in his field had jumped down and attacked him and his family members, and he was asking for someone to go out and investigate this. And as being heroes, the heroes decided to do that. The farmer's fields were on the way to the Foxglove Manor, so the heroes decided that they would look in on these scarecrow issues and then check in on Aldrin Foxglove. When they got to the fields, they found a number of scarecrows in the fields, some of which had ghouls inside them, and some of which had people inside them who were very beat up and emaciated. They ended up killing the ghouls and rescuing a couple townsfolk. Getting to Foxglove Manor, heroes spent a good amount of time searching through the manor and finding it to be super, super, super haunted by Foxglove's family and ancestors. After a number of time of dealing with these ghosts and Mizzen reappearing to quote-unquote help out, the heroes managed to determine that there was the mystical equipment needed to turn someone into a lich set up throughout the household. Side note, for anyone who doesn't know, a lich is an undead sorcerer or wizard magic user type that is super powerful and totally badass. Working their way through the mansion, the heroes find their, finally found themselves in the basement, where they faced off against Aldrin Foxglove and his undead, fungus-like, lichy uncle, as well as the skinsaw man who turned out to be a possessed foxglove. In the aftermath of that battle, besides a lot of loot, the heroes also found a note to foxglove, or slash skinsaw man, from someone named Zanisha, Mistress of the Seven, who was writing to them to Foxglove from the city of Magnamar. 
the heroes also recovered a flesh mask that the skin saw wear man was wearing, which was made up to look like Victorio's face. It was about this time that the heroes discussed the Order of the Seven and their victims and trying to find some commonalities, finding that most of the victims were either ones that had to do with greed and a few that had to do with lust, and decided that there might be some sort of seven deadly sins thing going on. After getting through with this horror, the heroes received word that the goblin tribes had once again united and were about to attack Thistletop. They hurriedly gathered a number of villagers, people from Sandpoints, and anyone else that they could find, and rushed to Thistletop, where they trained the villagers and set up a number of traps and had a large, large battle with the goblins, at the end of which the goblins were left dead, and Thistletop was finally the heroes, without anyone else to challenge them. Thistletop was now renamed Misenopolis, and that catches you up to where the story is now.